0: Welcome to the Lark Blogcast, a written exploration of God's scandalous grace, read aloud for those who don't have time or don't like to read, so you can listen and be encouraged as you go. I'm your host, Jameson Allen. Today I'm reading What the Grace of God is All About, written by me. You might think the Jesus story is archaic or even mythological. You are likely wrestling with legitimate questions about the reality of sin, the absurdity of the cross, the extent of grace, the way to get into heaven, or the legend of God becoming human. Countless people like you, both inside and outside what is known as the church, are asking and wondering, and for good reason. How We Lose Sight of the Grace of God Somewhere along the way, the news of what Jesus has done became a religion about what people do, a confusion of epic proportions and terrible implications. The role of saving the world is effectively transferred from Jesus to his followers. Instead of being saved by Jesus, we are convinced we are only saved if we are faithful enough. Instead of the relief, comfort, and encouragement found in the Bible, people take up anxiety-ridden campaigns of holiness and justice. Since we can never do or be enough, we lower standards and lose hope one day at a time. It's no wonder this version of Jesus' story is unpopular. This is amazing grace. But what if grace is better than we've let ourselves imagine? What if God isn't compelled by our way of life, but by the fact of our life? What exactly makes grace so amazing? The vision, the outcome of the gospel, is grace for sinners, the forgiveness of sins. The gospel itself is Jesus Christ, and Him crucified, dead, risen, ascended, and seated at the right hand of God the Father forever. There is no other place but the body of the crucified Christ where our failures are at once recognized and redeemed. Everything we can't find on our own is already ours in Jesus. The indiscriminate invitation to trust in Jesus is an absurd gift. It's hilariously inappropriate and unacceptable. But this is grace. This is the everlasting loving kindness of the God who created and sustains all things. The giving of the opposite of what was due. The scriptures in the church testify that in Jesus, God has become one with us. In an astounding twist in the storyline of history, God single-handedly consumed and obliterated all that separates us from his love. Grace is the God who becomes sin. The wonder of Jesus is this. The reality of who God is and what God wants has finally been revealed. This revelation is absolutely stunning and so far beyond imagination that it's also beyond belief for many. The best news the world will ever know is that God is who we see in Jesus. And the world has never gotten over the story of Jesus. If Jesus is what God is like, then God is not killing sinners. Instead, God has been killed by sinners to atone for their sins once and for all. While being crucified, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Luke twenty-three thirty-four, NRSV If Jesus is the revelation of who God is and what God wants, then God has chosen to exchange our death and sin for his life and perfect holiness. Jesus also said, Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. John 3.17 NRSV What God wants is the rescue of the world he so loves. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Look at the crucified God-man who did not stay dead. Look to the God who does not leave us in our sin, but becomes sin to make pure and potent righteousness out of us. Where few will go with grace. The grace of God is not just that he forgave what seemed unforgivable. Grace is not a second chance to get it right. The grace of God is the gift of his very own purity and eternal life made as much ours as it is his. It's like when the family ring was immediately placed on the finger of the returned son who once was lost. Luke 15, 22. What is true about Jesus is now true about us. This is grace. This is what we have received yet did not deserve. This means that every sin and all of sin is forever buried in a grave once inhabited by Jesus. Jesus has absorbed the brokenness and waywardness in every person. You could say we've all gotten away with murder. The call is and has always been to rest. Everything you have ever felt you had to do or else is forever resolved in Jesus, who made peace through the blood of his cross. God's word over your failures, insecurities, doubts, fears, striving, posturing, and hiding is and will ever be grace. Hey, thanks for listening to the LARK Blogcast. Leave us a review and subscribe for more encouraging content on the regular. If you'd like to dive deeper into the conversation about God's scandalous grace, reach out to us at Larksite.com. We'd love to hear your story and your questions. Cheers!